You're listening to the Up Level Your Online Business Show, where wealth is empowering, purpose is crucial, and high vibes are non-negotiable. And now, here's your host, certified business coach and practical woo strategist, Sarah J. Larrero. All right, beauties, welcome back to another episode of the Up Level Your Online Business Show. Today, I am going to deliver you some really, really juicy stuff. I thought about what I wanted the name of this podcast episode to be because I don't want to necessarily give you clickbait. Uh, that's not my intention here, but my intention really is to make sure that you are really giving your business the right energy and the right energies at the right time without necessarily thinking that it's either one or the other. So almost like a black and white type thinking. And this episode has really been inspired by so many of my clients who have come to me and have just felt like, all they need to do is just put better energy into their businesses and their energy is wrong. And if they just manifested a little bit better, then things would be easier for them. And then when I look at their business, <laughs> they don't really have any system set up and they don't have adequate system set up. And then when we do that, that's when the clients come because it makes so much sense for them. Now, I am also going to preface this with the fact that a lot of you in my community are probably also very systems dominant and you might really, really love systems and maybe you might not even do a lot of the feminine energy work. Uh, but I'm here to tell you the, almost the dangers of just focusing on the feminine and only wanting to do that work that feels really, really good. Because I think that this has become a really great vibe in the online community Feminine energy has definitely become something that a lot more people, especially female coaches have been attracted to, but with that marketing, I think comes a very oversimplified way of trying to communicate what feminine energy and what manifestation actually is and how it can actually help you in your business. So let's go ahead and get started. The first thing that I wanted to say is if you don't really know the difference between your masculine energy and your feminine energy, kind of goes a little bit like this in business. Your masculine energy is more like your systems, your copy, you know, making sure that you're scheduled, disciplined, all of that kind of stuff. And your feminine energy is more of, you know, like, how do you feel? What does your heart say in this very moment? What is, what is it in your heart to share? What are the things that you know will deeply expose you and, and really share things that feel deeply aligned and connected to you? And usually the feminine is a little bit more of a flow and the masculine is a little bit more of a discipline. And what I usually see is I, I personally love a very unique blend. I think each and every one of us has a really unique blend of the two. And so if you find yourself listening to this and being like, oh, I'm, I'm all in the masculine energy, like, of course, but you almost feel bad for it. I would say don't feel, feel bad for it at all. Uh, if you are someone who leads with discipline, that is definitely your strength. And it's a really, really great strength to have in business. 
However, if you are not doing any feminine energy work, so if you're not doing any, like, how does this feel, right? Um, you know, I'm going to manifest something today. I need to make sure that I'm aligned in my business rather than just kind of forcing, you know, other people's cookie cutter strategies. Cause that's what you think is really going to get you clients. Then perhaps you might also benefit from this episode by really thinking of things the other way around. Now, for the past few years, I have interviewed so many incredible entrepreneurs, and I've also had the opportunity to work with so many incredible, incredible female service-based business owners. And one thing that I see happening quite frequently, especially with spiritually led females, is what I call masculine energy fatigue. And so what I mean by this is the whole, okay, well, I don't want to schedule things. I just want to do things when I feel like it, when I feel inspired to, or I don't want to run a webinar because it doesn't really feel aligned to me, or I don't want to do this because it doesn't really feel aligned to me, or I'm so afraid of burnout. And for that reason, I can't work too many hours in my business. This is actually a really common one. Um, the whole idea of if I work too much or if I do too many things in my business, then I'm totally going to burn out. And therefore I'm going to severely cut the amount of time that I can actually focus on my business. And one thing that I've come to see from so many of those women who've said that is that they can actually handle so much more than they think that they can. And sometimes that is actually a crutch for them to not do the work that they know is going to get them results because they actually have a fear of success or a fear of failure. How crazy is that, right? Now, I'm not suggesting that feeling overwhelmed or burnt out are non-issues or that they are not things that totally could happen to you. But what I am saying is what happens when you have masculine energy fatigue? So when you are tired of doing systems or you have extreme resistance to discipline and, you know, to working longer hours, what ends up happening in your business is that you tend to go through a standstill, especially if you're not doing this in the right balance. And so what ends up happening is when you tell yourself, you know, I only want to do things when I feel inspired or today I don't feel inspired to work at all. So I'm not going to work. Uh, I think what's happening here is that you have subscribed to the idea that business always needs to feel light and fluffy and happy. And if it doesn't feel light and fluffy and happy all of the time, then you're doing something wrong. And I know that so many of you have probably subscribed to this because it's, it's what you hear. It's what you hear so many people say. And I think a lot of the times that is taken severely out of context. And I can say from personal experience, being someone who's very spiritual, someone who definitely leads with my feminine energy, that sometimes things are hard and sometimes things do require discipline. And sometimes I do need to show up even when I quote unquote don't want to, or when I feel like I don't have energy to. And it's important to understand for yourself where that line is for you. If it's okay, I don't want to work anymore because I am afraid of uh, feeling burnt out or if it's, uh, Ooh, well, I just don't want to do this right now. And I'm saying that I am just doing things when I'm 
inspired when in, in fact, it's also an avoidance and it's avoidance of doing your work. And the reason for that avoidance isn't necessarily because you want to feel light all of the time. It's actually because you're afraid of something and it's a form of procrastination. And it's so difficult to see these things are on our own because the fears are so real, right? Like the fear of overworking, the fear of burnout, these are very, very real things uh, that have probably happened to you before. And that's probably why you don't want to, you don't want to go there again. And the problem that ends up happening here is that then you have a business that's a complete roller coaster. So let me give you an example. Today you wake up and you decide that you don't want to work because you're feeling really, really tired. And so you just decide, okay, my business is supposed to be light. It's supposed to be happy and fun all the time. And I'm subscribing to that idea. So you wake up, you end up doing no work because you're not aligned. So you focus on your being or whatever. And maybe you get like half an hour of inspiration, but then it quickly leaves again and you're done. And you can't possibly do any work because it doesn't feel aligned and you can't touch unaligned work. Okay. So you go to sleep. Tomorrow morning, you wake up again and you go to write your content. Something just doesn't feel right. Something just does not feel right. You cannot do your work. Once again, you're subscribing to this idea that everything has to be happy and aligned and fluffy and light. And so tomorrow passes by and you don't do anything in your business again. And then maybe the next day, passes by and maybe you might work for an hour because during that hour, you're hyper creative. But then after that one hour, you now have three or four days that pass you by. And because things don't feel light, happy, and easy, you're not working. And the problem is that when you're not working and when you're not in taking that inspired action in your business, your manifestations can't come. It doesn't matter how much you try to manifest things. If you're not taking the inspired action to, to go and do it, It's just not going to happen. And I think a lot of the times in these spiritual coaching circles, we talk so much about the being, we talk so much about how it's important to be, how it's important to embody. But when we're also not doing anything and we are not doing the amount necessary to make our businesses grow, It doesn't matter how much we manifest. It doesn't matter how much we focus on the feminine and really stay in the feminine. Uh, And this is probably why you feel really, really frustrated with your results. So here's a hard truth. Business isn't always meant to be fun. (laughs) It's not always going to be easy. Sometimes you're going to want to rip your hair out. Sometimes you're going to want to ball your eyes out. I know that this morning I just had a huge, huge breakdown in my business, even though I'm doing really well. I couldn't handle it anymore. And it was really, really ugly. And that does not mean that I'm not aligned in my feminine energy. That does not mean that I'm not an incredible manifester, even in my business. That does not mean that I'm too into my masculine. And I think a lot of the times there is that rhetoric online and it could be really, really detrimental to your growth if you're not focusing on your systems and if you're not focusing on that discipline. And one of the ways that I love to teach this to my own communities and what I usually say in my paid programs is that there are two different ways of looking at creativity. And I'm not suggesting that one way is right and one way is wrong by any means. But I think that most of us are used to the way of creativity that someone like Elizabeth Gilbert describes. And so I once read 
an article from Elizabeth Gilbert that she describes her creativity as like this, like little fairy that's in her head. And the little fairy is just kind of there every now and then. But when the fairy comes, when the creativity strikes, she needs to get her pen and paper down and she needs to work within that flow of when that creativity comes to her. And I think most of us have this conception of creativity, right? It's when, when we feel inspired, we, we do things and there's nothing necessarily wrong with this, but it doesn't leave room for structure, right? It doesn't leave room for massive expansion in your business. And if you're doing this multiple times per week where you're just like, Oh, the fairy isn't there. You're not producing the work necessary to bring your business forward. You're not doing the systems necessary to bring your business forward. You're not doing the growth work that you need to do. That's also in the masculine. That's also in the doing. And I would also argue here, like I said, a lot of the times we feel like there's no creativity And we feel like we're not inspired, but that lack of inspiration is actually procrastination. And it's us avoiding our work because of a fear. And usually it's either a fear of success. So if I do the work and if I become really successful, someone's not going to like me, or I'm not going to be able to keep up with the work, or someone's going to know that I'm an imposter, let's say, for example, or the fear of failure. Well, if I go all in, if it doesn't work, I'd rather just sit here and only feel like doing things when I'm inspired, just in case things doesn't, don't work the way I want them to. And then I don't look like a fool. Okay. And so it's really important to understand that this could be happening to you and acknowledging the difference between, I feel really, really crappy today and I need to take a me day versus I just really don't feel like working today. I don't know. Like I'm just not really inspired and not doing any work. And so the second type of creativity that I have learned from, and this one has actually helped me so much because I used to be just the person with the creativity fairy. It was just like, it was something outside of me. It either came or it didn't. And that in and of itself gave me a lot of anxiety because then it made it seem as though creativity wasn't mine. It wasn't my choice. It was out of my control and it was outside of me. And so it also gave me a lot of anxiety because I couldn't control any part of it. I was at the mercy of my inspiration and my creativity for when it could strike at any time. What if it didn't want to strike within a month? Would I just not work on my business for that entire month? And this is until I read The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. And I recommend this book to basically all of my clients now, because it's just so, so effective to understand the value of discipline. And Twyla Tharp has a completely different way of framing creativity. And so for her, she says, creativity happens when I go into my studio every single morning at six in the morning, and I just stay in my studio and I work myself through all of the hard times, all of the resistance that I feel. And within the working through the resistance is when I find my creativity. And you see this a lot with like big think tanks and people who need to come up with ideas. You just see them working all night and it's within pushing through that resistance, you know, like maybe playing a few games while they're in their boardrooms. All of a sudden at that specific moment in time, they have a breakthrough once they break through all of that resistance where they have that creativity and it just flows. But in order to get there, we need to put the uh, the discipline in it, right? In order to get break away from that resistance, we need to have the discipline to show up and keep on showing up on a consistent basis. 
And that is masculine, right? Discipline is a huge part of masculine energy. Masculine energy is a, a huge part of the go, the push. And we talk so much in the online space, how we don't need to do it through hustling. We don't need to do it through overwhelm. And I think what ends up happening to a lot of women is they first go about their businesses in this massive hustle and this massive overwhelm. And then they get sick, they burn out, they go through overwhelm, they go through health issues, and they think that they need to do a complete 180. And so it's like they go from going all in and pushing, pushing, pushing to not wanting to touch anything that feels like pushing, anything that feels like discipline, anything that feels like structure because they've been so burnt out from structure. But it's not the structure that you're burnt out from. It's the lack of balance that you have between structure and flow. And so the absence of structure is only going to give you flow and flow is very inconsistent. It's very unpredictable. But when you combine flow with structure and discipline, that's where you really get that nice sweet spot in your business where it's alignment and where you can expand rapidly and really hit your next level of growth. Think about a river right now. And we love rivers because of the fact that they're so consistent and they just flow naturally, right? But if you were to place that exact same amount of water anywhere else outside of that river, right? Like on the grass or anywhere that isn't within that steady stream, you wouldn't have the rocks and you wouldn't have that flow and that solid structure that allows the water to run through the river, right? That allows the water to run through the stream. It's like having pipes in your house. You have the pipe and then you also have the water that runs through it. But if you didn't have the pipe, the water couldn't run. You wouldn't be able to have the water. You wouldn't be able to experience having that flow and having that consistent flow of water running through your taps, right? That's your abundance. That's your manifestation. Your manifestation is making sure that your water is constantly flowing through your tap, but you need the water, but you also need the pipe. You need both of those things. You need both that structure and that rigidity and that, that feminine fluid aspect of the water in order for you to have the water that you need to, to live, to live in your home. And so when you think about your business in that same way, the fluid water is all of the creativity. It's the inspiration. It's, it's how great you feel when you're doing things. It's your energy. But then at the same time with the structure and the systems that are in place, that's what's really going to help you to make sure that all of your efforts are being maximized and your growth is being maximized and it's being incredibly efficient. Without efficiency, then you're kind of all over the place and you don't really have a solid structure to what you're doing, right? And so to kind of just bring this back down a little bit more out of, out of the clouds and into the dirt, so to speak. So if you kind of ask right now, well, how, what are some of the first ways that I can implement this? Uh, here are three big examples. So the very first one is when you wake up in the morning and you want to do something for yourself, you want to really just focus on making sure that you have a level playing field for yourself so that you are really primed to hit the ground running within your day. Having a morning routine can really help you with that. And so let's say, for example, your meditation or your movement 
or whatever it is that you're going to do with that morning routine, that might be a little bit more feminine energies. That might be the, you know, your yoga practice or going for a walk or listening to a podcast, but the actual structure of it and making sure that you're doing, doing it consistently every single day and making sure that you have specific things that you're doing within your morning routine is your structure, right? That's the disciplinary aspect of it is making sure that you're getting it in every day. And of course, it doesn't have to be perfect every single day, the exact same thing. Sometimes that gets boring. I understand that, but really trying to make sure that you structure things and schedule things into your day, once again, helps so, so much. Another thing that I know helps my clients substantially, and especially the ones who feel like they, they want to flow, they want to do things when it feels good to them is if you feel like you don't want to just schedule content. I hear this from a lot of people, but I don't want to schedule content. I want to create content when it feels good. I don't want to push it. Okay. When you want to create content, when it feels good, that's perfect. Open up your iPhone, put it on a tripod, turn on a ring light and fill that inspiration. It doesn't have to come out in your Instagram stories. It doesn't have to come out in an Instagram live. It can come out at that moment that you have inspiration for it and you can hit record and then press save. And then those inspired things that you have are all saved. They're all saved in a Google document. They're all saved so that you can schedule them later. Because if you're only scheduling things on the spot all of the time, when you feel inspired by doing them, You might have some days where you're posting 20 pieces of content and then you don't post anything for two weeks, but creating things from a place of inspiration, which is something that I uh, teach my clients to do all of the time, and then batching out that inspiration that can be just as effective as the whole, okay, I'm going to wait for this fairy to come for me and I'm just going to flow and I'm going to write. In fact, even in that Elizabeth Gilbert fairy example, she doesn't just release like one chapter of the book every few months, right? She calculates all of those chapters. She writes them all out. And then we receive the one structured book that's a part of all of those different little pieces of that creative energy that she took so long uh, to create and that creative energy that felt really, really aligned to her within the moment that she wrote it. But we get to listen to it and read it for years to come. And then the last way that I really love implementing this is making sure that when you are feeling to yourself, like, oh, I'm just out of alignment today, or I'm just not feeling like doing work. I'm too tired. You know, there's also this rhetoric that I see going on online where it's just like, you can't overburden yourself. You can't push yourself too hard. You have to be really, really soft on yourself. And I think a lot of high achievers and high performers tend to be really sensitive to this because of the fact that we know what it's like to push ourselves way too much, but everything exists on a continuum. Everything exists on a line. And so there's the way too hard on ourselves. And then there's the not hard enough, right? And we need a little bit of a shove when it's not hard enough. And so I'll give you an example. When I feel like I'm way too tired, I'm sure that you felt this before. You wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm too tired to go to the gym. I'm too tired to do yoga. I'm too tired to go running. Even though that you know that you slept your eight hours, that you didn't do any exercise for the past two days, and that you are mentally and physically primed to do an amazing workout that morning, but you wake up and you say, I'm way too tired. I can't possibly do this today. You're going to hit snooze and you're going to fall asleep. 
And then you're going to wake up and be like, oh, I wish I, I wish I worked out, right? Why do I keep on doing that to myself? And it's because in that moment where you make that decision, you're just like, oh, I don't want to be too hard on myself. The same thing goes when you're actually looking for an excuse to not write, to not publish that piece of content, to not ask that person who is just on your live, how they enjoyed your live. And if they want to hop on a sales call with you, it's the exact same thing. It's that resistance to doing. And with rather than doing, we just decide, okay, we're going to get ourselves an easy cop out. It's interesting how we can do that with exercise and we can totally think that that's fine. And then also go into our work day and, and say the same thing. Oh, I'm too tired to write right now. Or like, oh, I just, I feel so exhausted. I can't possibly do any work. What I always do for myself is I trick myself. And I actually learned this as uh, doing yoga and wellness coaching first. And so trick yourself to say, okay, I don't feel well. Okay. That's fine. I'm only going to do five minutes, right? So I don't feel well. It's okay. I'm going to go to the gym and I'm only going to do five minutes at the gym. And once you do five minutes at the gym, or once you sit down and you work for five minutes on your computer, sometimes it has to be 10. So give yourself some leeway. Once you do the five to 10 minutes, then you will understand if it was actually you legitimately being tired and being exhausted, or if that was just your procrastination talking, and that was just your resistance to stepping into the highest version of yourself, because that's really what all of that resistance is about. And so when you can put yourself into that situation and say, is this unaligned? Am I uninspired? Or am I just copping out of something that I know could really serve me really well in my community really well? And so you get to your computer and you tell yourself, all I'm going to do is 10 minutes. I'm only going to write for 10 minutes. I'm only going to do yoga for 10 minutes. I'm only going to go to the gym for 10 minutes. And then after those 10 minutes, you will get in that flow zone if you are not exhausted. And if you are exhausted, it will give you that go ahead of, yep, this is totally not working today. And it's okay. At least I tried. I'm not going to shame myself for still coming to the gym, even though I was tired, but now I know. And now I know, and now I know that I'm not going to force it. So I wrote for 10 minutes but today I was really, really tired. And instead of trying to force it, I am going to throw in the towel and I'm going to focus on being. And that's usually how you know. So I hope all of this made sense to you. And I hope that it really inspired you, not necessarily to just throw out all of your manifestations or your feminine energy and not listen to people who only talk about feminine energy, but instead make sure that you're using your feminine and your masculine and that you're not afraid of systems, that you're not afraid of discipline because those are really, really beautiful things. And those can really help to support all of the feminine, all of the manifestations that you are creating for yourself because you need the structure and you need the discipline and you need a little bit of that push in order to really see them happening and see them happening that much quicker. So let me know how much you enjoyed this episode. I know I really enjoyed creating it, even though it was a little bit difficult for me. So I hope that everything was easy to understand. Please let me know how you liked it by hitting subscribe, giving me a five-star review, or sending me any comments that you need to, or by hitting me up on Instagram at Sarah without an H, J Lorero. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Up Level Your Online Business Show. If you enjoy our show and would like the show notes and free goodies about how to grow your online coaching business, head over to sarahjlorero.com for more information. We hope you'll tune in next time.